and listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. This old sucker MC stepped up to me. Challenged Andre to a battle and I stood there patiently as he spit and stumbled over cliches. So-called freestyling. Her purpose just to make me feel low. I guess he wildin'. I say, look, boy, I ain't for that fuck shit. So fuck this. Let me explain on this child style so you don't miss. I grew up to myself, not round no park bench. Just a nigga busting flows off in apartments. Now who them boys that be having a occasion? This side niggas dust and that side niggas lacing. But in the middle, we stay calm. We just drop bombs ask me where we come from south post long just two dope boys in the cadillac hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and you know it's been exactly 20 years since that album dropped at aliens that's hard to believe (sighs) one of the greatest albums of all time let me see one of the best group of all time i was in 20 years ago uh high school uh yeah i think it was i was in college i want to say 1996 um yeah i was so, in high school mm-hmm. i was uh listening to this uh tape what's funny about the funny thing about that tape is that's when we had tapes uh you youngins don't know anything about that no y'all um, know nothing about them tapes i for some reason I, I i started my tape on side b rather than side a by accident and i always had the order of the album wrong until i bought the cd and was like oh it doesn't start with that okay no, no it doesn't start like i think the way i had it i thought it started with babylon or or, <laughs> or, or, or like you may die or something like it was like I, or um no it wasn't you may die it was um whichever one started with the i came into this world how's a bird from secondhand cocaine powder i know it sounds absurd i never tweeted but it's in my veins while the rest of the bungees are bridges without no snapback and bitches they say they need that to shake their fannies in these air club like whatever song that was that's that was my number one and it was, like i was I, like and that was back when you had tapes you used to be like oh yeah man see track one on side th- two see that's the one for me but i used i guess i people probably thought i was crazy i was like oh yeah man that joint yeah oh it opens up so good it's like one of the best <laughs> openings i ever heard in my life it's like it opened in the middle of the album and you're like what it's like yeah it did it literally was a million middle of the album <laughs> that i was listening to um and you didn't know we oh yeah uh i was in the marching band we used to play uh uh outcast doing mm-hmm. uh marching band man we had a blast yeah outcast man they some revolutionary shit for the south uh for yeah you can tell hip-hop. me yeah you can tell me that i had my hair relaxed i was playing a clarinet mm-hmm. uh, and we was playing a melody you couldn't tell me jack shit by relax you mean jerry girl no 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 oh. just just no real relax i yeah oh, okay. i just you know uh i had a jerry curl back in the day <coughs> but, but this is when i had real relax because oh, i got okay. tired of being picked on so i dropped a jerry curl about the eighth grade no so you know from the eighth grade uh forward that's when i had the uh relaxer relaxer but i was actually relaxed until i got the jerry curl and then i went back to relaxing mm, well yeah this album was a masterpiece man mm-hmm. this um and it's funny because this is another one of those outcast albums uh i don't think i've ever liked an outcast album the first time i played it like and that's it's so different yeah that's actually a testament to just their brilliance because it's like what i was getting confronted with was something i had never heard anything like before mm-hmm. every time like every time i bought an album in my mind i was just thinking it's gonna be southern playlistic you know part nope. two or it's gonna be mm-hmm you know at aliens continued it's going nope. and they just kept uh, elevating and 
evolving the sound and you can never really keep up with them and it's also why nobody could ever like fake the funk and try to be them because you could just tell like you know and they had the joke on the album where it's like all oh, these niggas supposed to be like <laughs> some face thingies or something Some aliens yeah <laughs> give me that pimp trip game yes! trip game clear like that shit was so real and, man. and i think uh for me uh personally because i am from the south and it's very rare back then that you know that the south was actually represented in the rap game mm-hmm. so to me i was like they sound like me nigga right and they sound like it wasn't just that but like they was dope it wasn't right. just we from the south and we making crunk music or we from the south it's like we from the south and you know we got the best beats and best lyricists and you know the collaborations the the funk like all that shit was just you know the sound was different right and people for the most part they really couldn't imitate or steal it or mimic it like even if they tried if you tried you just be sounding like they was three years ago because the next album wasn't gonna sound like that Mm so um yeah man favorite group of all time yes and i love the growth and the evolution and things like that and just it just watching them over the years it's just amazing that it's been that long i know yeah i saw a tweet it was like 20 years ago on this day i was like shit nigga we old yeah i just started bumping uh motherfucking at aliens when i was coming to the gym i didn't even see the tweet like i was just listening to it and then i saw the tweet and i was like damn (laughs) like 20 (laughs) years ago today i'm still bumping this shit how many people could say they have something to stand the taste of time like that 20 years come on it's very 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 few stuff that i'm like 20 years ago and it still flames right Mm -hmm. so uh at any rate uh thank y'all for listening to this uh it's the blackout tips you can find us on itunes and stitcher to search the blackout tips and we'll come up uh leave us five star reviews and we promise that we'll read them on the air as long as they're what five stars and we like it mm-hmm. five stars and we have to like it um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme at today march day 619 that bobby schmurder has been locked up in jail <sighs> that's a lot free um, bobby free that main uh now some people did donate to the show okay and uh i definitely want to um get them they, they shout out Woo-hoo! um and you know since it's the 20th year give them a shout out to the first track that i thought was the first track on the album <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. actually the middle but it's actually not the first it's actually track sad b mm-hmm i came, I came into, into this world high as a bird shout out to early early daisy photography we appreciate you we do. Mm-hmm. marvin b yes marvin b recurring donator thank you a woodsy recurring donator as well uh mccole recurring donator mccole else thank you we got a one-time donation from jacqueline who says just a little something extra this month on the building fund and for the jet note thanks for being awesome uh for show uh winky face emoji oh thank you yeah i said it the right way uh <laughs> uh we got a one-time donation from brian c thank you very much brian we appreciate you nerds in luxury of course sent us a recurring donation from that luxurious penthouse of nerddom i'm, I'm assuming martha f hit us with that recurring donation superman and batman's mama latonya d recurring donator thank you latonya 
Chriselle M recurring donator thank you Chriselle we appreciate you Justin J recurring donator Candace H uh recurring donator thank you candace asia d yes asia d uh don c hit us with the one-time donation thank you very much don we we appreciate you i can't remember she was the one who told me she did it because she saw what i tweeted or, or <laughs> katie g recurring donator uh ujima dola services okay uh i hope i pronounced your name wrong right and if i didn't my bad but recurring donator thank you jason j recurring donator thank you so much um and yeah that ujima that was the first time brand new person vicky i recurring donator also first time yeah but i ain't heard no vicky i mm-hmm yeah pretty vicky what they call her well, vicky i see you uh katie also first time recurring donator thank you so much wait she recurring donated twice <laughs> connor k recurring donator thank you connor monica b recurring donator Ooh, it's a lot of y'all rock from the black astronauts podcast hooked us up thank you sweetie uh we got a one-time donation from Rhonda h and then she put another one-time donation immediately after that to make the amount even thank you Rhonda. thank you sweetie uh tiffany p recurring donator thank you so much mm-hmm. ritter c recurring donation uh bomani jones miami's own well really texas is on but you know he in miami now <laughs> so he counts jamar d recurring donator nicholas z recurring donator anthony van d mm-hmm. pete b shout out to third base renate m recurring donator of course olivia in chicago recurring donator thank you so much and that's everybody but that was a lot of people y'all almost played out the whole song yes thank you i'm hoping wishing praying Keep my faith in you. you. Alright. Yes, I'd say thank you to the visiting guest choir. All mm-hmm. the way from Atlanta, Georgia. All the way from the SWATs. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope y'all have a safe four hour trip back home. Who else wants some Hollywood coat? Uh, just meet us outside. Yes! Okay. Um, <laughs> I was, I was actually playing ball this today and I, um, i totally diffused the situation because some dude was arguing over some dumb ass call and i was like well then meet me outside i'm ready to die over this travel call you ain't ready to die i'm ready to go back to prison take me back to jail please oh i can't wait i know they looked at you like what is wrong with him yeah they they all realized how silly the whole argument was right um anyway um so yeah we are ready to do some feedback now i checked earlier i'll double check again but um i don't think we got any five-star reviews on itunes what's that true i said i said what i said karen oh. i just said itunes okay oh, my bad try to put some words in my mouth that I didn't say so i don't think we got any reviews on itunes in the last uh whatever seven days or so i am not pleased yeah so that's bad i don't know what's wrong with y'all it's like we doing this for nothing co-past is not pleased i'm looking at them downloads and uh the reviews don't match the downloads y'all so a lot of y'all listening y'all ain't put in on it and we got two reviews on stitcher which apparently is getting that shit together Woo-hoo, about time now here's the problem one of these reviews is a four-star review mm-mm. and it's very nice but maya t you can't mm-mm. Mm-mm. no maya we need five stars i don't want your compliments a four-star compliment is not a compliment it's a diss 
i need five star compliments dog that's all i go through too much to do this for y'all to get four stars i okay? clear after this week yes yeah y'all gotta save them four stars i'm sorry i don't mean to be mean i don't mean to be rude and i appreciate you listening but mm-hmm. you know four star reviews i mean that's like fucking me and i don't get to come what's the point of that come on if that's the case a lot of a lot of people would be getting no sex steph a cubicle clone says five stars rod and karen uh i mean steph aka cubicle clone says five stars rod and karen are a couple to admire rod and karen make my weekdays go by so much faster i listen almost daily and try not to laugh out loud make my co-workers eyeball me karen's laugh is one of my favorite things about the show and the love and respect that they have for each other is loud and clear throughout the podcast as a white woman some of my, some of the things they discuss do not apply to me however i welcome the education on matters that should matter to everyone white people news cracks me up it's funny because unfortunately it's true most white <laughs> most white people care about the most asinine things god forbid we care about actually important things in the world that affects people of their other races or sexual orientation uh no doubt stuff you know that's the thing i say man if the shit don't fit then don't wear the don't put the shoe on you know what i mean like um you know i i guess i'll talk about it but speaking of hit dogs hollering uh i put on twitter that uh straight black men are like the white people of black people and listen uh 2400 retweets and 4,000 likes later uh it's driven people try to drive me crazy like real talk like people was talking about me all kinds of ways uh, which is amazing because one it was something i tweeted after talking about nate parker um and the newest defense of him because uh the thing was oh these penn state alumni are saying who are his friends are saying that you know he didn't do it and here's some things you might not know and they really didn't present anything that i didn't know right um but they were just it's like anything character witnesses to throw doubt at the accusation but they didn't actually they didn't actually discredit enough shit for me you know the transcript was damning they didn't present any extra transcript that we didn't see i really don't think there's any context you can read that transcript and not think this is fucked up correct um also the other witness who he waved in to have sex with that woman and who said no that person that test nothing changed about their testimony and they didn't bring that person up because at this point it's about winning a pr war and of course you know i saw al sharpton came out and supported him i saw harry belafonte came out and supported him anthony anderson came out and supported him and at this point it's almost like i don't i can't even imagine the disappointment that uh women must feel to see how many men line up on gender like along gender lines like yep uh they just trying to bring a black man down I, I, funny time and i wonder why this is coming up and shit like you know like it's a conspiracy like what happened with cosby like you know it's it's very much like um people like i said to me it seems very easy just take the l quote unquote and go see your movie right no no one's stopping you from seeing your movie no one's stopping you from spending your dollars Mm-mm. i i'm i'm a human being that is aware that we live in a world where people that are fucked up prosper all the time why are we pretending that 
everyone we support is great and we agree with everything they do and not and, and no one has ever been fucked up but able to be brilliant at their work we don't have to pretend that because we're adults so why don't you just support the dude by going to see his movie telling everybody you like it and not bringing up this shit because you're gonna do that anyway so why are you arguing with people now yeah like it's pure ego to want to win a fucking the pr war of public opinion about this dude's rape uh trial you just like you he won everything he won already he be, he got off like right he's successful he's gonna get nominated for oscars you know i saw the head of a black woman head of the um you know the woman that was head of the like oscars diversity committee or whatever or, or maybe it's just the oscars in general uh selection committee and shit black woman she was like we need to support this film it's important you know like it's just, it just is what it is everyone's getting information to stonewall this thing and that's fine i understand but during some of the discussion and some of the vitriol like people were hitting me with and this before i even tweeted that shit this was me just talking about nate parker and why it's kind of ridiculous for people to act like well you don't understand penn Penn state was just had such a high racial climate at the time that it's like they were framed and it's like nah here's why that doesn't work even in 2016 so we're we're not talking about 1999 where it was much much worse for women even in 2016 schools line up over in front of their athletes and make sure that they do not get prosecuted or found guilty typically of sexual assault they don't like in in like the most they'll do is maybe kick you off a team but they want to make sure that if it goes to court your ass does not get become another statistic for them where they have to report this person was a rapist and they're affiliated with our school we are talking about penn state penn state we not about to act like it was different because they were black because we see it every day with athletes now kids that play look at vanderbilt look at baylor like you have like on on balls deep we cover this shit every week and while we have a funny show it's purposeful that every week we don't avoid the stories that are like yeah so this dude beat up his girlfriend he plays for Ohio State hey this dude got accused of rape uh hey this dude, if you played a drinking game of all the shit we cover where it's like here's another college covering up a rape you, you get drunk every it. week you get drunk every week dog because it's happening that fucking much and a lot of times the shit falls through the cracks because you know and I, I i mean i understand like if i'm fucking pti i'd rather discuss uh i'd rather discuss uh did carmelo anthony uh did he get benched at the end of the does that change his legacy he got benched at the end of the game like i understand why people would rather talk about that shit but it doesn't change the fact that it's happening Mm-mm. and a lot of people just aren't even looking into it and they're not interested to they don't care and we like to pick and choose our narratives you know it's uh i've always said um on this show and on ball z i'll never know if james winston is a rapist you don't either none of us knows okay like like and it's okay to be like i don't fucking know like you can believe one thing or the other what i do know is that the school lined up in a way to make sure that that dude would not be found guilty or prosecuted or anything the police 
decided he don't want to come in for an interview let's drop the investigation like this like these are things that are real you know like the the school at, waited till after this football season to even ask him to come in and talk to the school um uh so that they could like have a hearing he refused they decided well we can't do it well i guess we can't we can't do anything to him now what's funny is he got in trouble for like stealing some crab legs he got in trouble for playing baseball or some shit like they they didn't mind they didn't need him to come in for a hearing then it was like oh your ass is gone like take two day two games off or whatever the fuck the penalty was it 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 speaks volumes what we think about rape and what we think about victims and or sexual assault survivors like it speaks volumes so the idea that this is the one time in america and at one campus where they don't try to protect the athletes the they don't want to protect the people that wear the the, the school slogan on their chest is stupid and you don't even need to be like um well versed in the case to realize that there's no interest a school will have no interest in seeing two of their athletes convicted of rape no interest you know like uh the police may or may not depending on how they operate the case but and also in 99 the definition of what and and the taboo of what we consider rape was completely different this idea that oh she was just too drunk to say no it's only recently building up steam especially via social media and the internet that how wrong that is because a lot of people grew up and they think that's sex well you get a you know how often you uh, you gotta get her loosened up gotta get her drunk i mean shit get her drunk man you can fuck you know like there's a like that is a cultural thing that is starting to change but um just because you did something shitty back when people didn't think it was shitty doesn't mean it wasn't shitty you know it's like marky mark threw rocks at some at some black kids and asian dude and he even fucked up one of their eyes one of them was blind in the eye and shit you can't be like well i'm from boston uh shit was racist back then i was just a kid even though he was actually like 18 or something he was like a man but the point being i can still go yeah 20 years ago that was a shitty thing to do i I don't know like i don't have this thing where i have to be like well no that was just different you you know the friends you were around y'all thought it was normal so what what can i say you know but people do detach that empathy all the time when it comes to this shit so anyway the dispense the, the defenses of this nate parker thing in my mentions were so ridiculous like you know it was like it was over the top you know and of course i'm getting called a coon i'm getting called you know all this shit so near the end of my like okay well this is kind of just the same way i just talked on the show just now except it was a little more detailed i talked about um some of the more like the statistics of it and how few schools even now report sexual assault statistics because it, it deals with recruiting um and if, if we're being 100 percent honest they also don't want athletes to feel like they will be prosecuted for that shit so come to our school um and it's only recently starting to change but it is systematic you know mm-hmm. uh, i think it was either texas or baylor or, or ten it might have been tennessee this is how much is happening by the way these are just recent stories in the last year me and justin have talked about on balls deep but i know with tennessee it was like the coach got involved and by coach i mean the coach talked to the police and was like okay well um thank you know like they called the coach first and then the coach has all this time to go talk to the boys 
so you can get your story straight you can get rid of any evidence even in a james winston case you know um the there was allegedly a videotape on a phone of this shit phone missing you know because you didn't prosecute or pursue this for over a year every if someone told you let's say you did do a crime like um you stole a bike right you stole a bike if the police say we're gonna talk to you in this in in about 11 months i got a feeling that the bike ain't gonna be there when they get there any evidence like you're not gonna just stand there with a stolen bike driving it around you're gonna you're gonna do whatever you can to protect yourself that's the kind of weird shit that happens when politics sports and policing get involved you know um so i think that's i think that's a what a lot of people avoid because they don't like thinking about that shit just want to watch a game i just want to like this person because they throw touchdowns and they play for my team and that's that's all we think about so anyway the reason i said what i said which was uh like straight black men are really the white people of black people uh which i've said on the show before i really mm-hmm. didn't find it to be that controversial mm-hmm. but of course it's the show which is different than social media um i was like because we we do shit to each other to to other people in our groups lgbt people uh women children like other people in our groups we will we are quick to opt out on the empathy we're quick to blame them for shit like i saw so many black men blaming women like black women which is funny because this this thing happened this sexual assault happened uh to a white woman and it's like since people didn't buy the whole a white woman trying to take a black man down it was these damn feminists that's the real problem and instead of just being like you know what good point you know maybe he did do it i I don't know you know what i'm saying like you could have just went with i don't know but instead it was y'all bitches want to take these niggas down blah 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 and you know um a couple people kind of retweeted my thread about it and then it got you know even worse and so in the in the hay of all this shit coming um i just said you know that you know straight black men are the white people really the white people of uh black people Mm -hmm. and it's so funny man because the responses immediately proved me right yes sir we and i mean us straight black men we sounded like white people responding to me right like that's how white people respond anytime a black person brings up race if people could have saw the responses it was uncanny it was i mean and and i'm talking thousands like this isn't just a couple of responses Mm -mm. like people don't get to opt out of this and act like it's not us it's us like Mm -hmm. it i don't know what the percentage is i don't know but i know that the most vocal people were straight black men being like talking like white people let me tell you some of the shit i saw um oh so it's bad to be straight and black doesn't that sound like whenever we bring up racism oh so it's bad to be a white person now i mean i, I can't help out male yeah i can't be a white man no more wow um other other things um you being divisive why can't we do like uplifting things and bring doesn't that sound a lot like why are you always making it about race you know president obama's the most divisive president ever keep in mind this is a tweet how the fuck am i dividing everybody with one tweet i ain't nobody you know it's like you know what i mean i'm not a black leader nigga i just have a twitter account i don't know if it's a check mark or what but ain't nothing changed for me you know what i mean so 
oh there's that um there was the uh of course a whole lot of homophobic slurs many people even some of the people that agree with my sentiment assumed i was i must be gay Mm -hmm. uh to or lgbtq somehow in order to even access this 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 thought pattern which is funny because that tells you how fucked up they that straight black men must be the people for them to be like oh so you must be something because a straight black person is not going to come to this a black man is not going to come to this conclusion so what so what is it you know so there were either people calling me that stuff not and by i mean it was pejorative but i just want to be clear they also did think i was gay like it Mm -hmm. wasn't it wasn't pejorative and like let me emasculate you quote unquote it was pejorative in a way of if if i was a gay person they clearly were trying to like trigger something in me to make me be like oh wow you just called me a faggot or there were people telling me uh y'all gonna get you gonna get aids uh you're gonna die um y'all can't reproduce don't you you know what's wrong with y'all Who, what straight man hurt you shit like that wow yeah people call me uh some people you don't have a father which is hilarious you know <laughs> to me like a lot of this stuff rolled off my back but you gotta remember it's rolling off my back because i am a straight black man so i've been built like my confidence and all this shit has been built up my whole life anyway right and these things don't apply to me so to me it's like while that that doesn't reflect my life experience so it's not a trigger for me but it would have been for somebody else you know like it like it, like for example at no point did i think i was the first person to type this or mm-hmm. the first person to think this I, I honestly i know i've said it on the show many times i didn't think it was a controversial statement at all right to be honest i'm like well yeah obviously you know um what's funny is a black woman said the same thing maybe a, um, I, I, I i think the date of the tweet was like the first of august and they said she got so bad that she had to lock her account so i know whatever i got still wasn't as bad as what that black woman went through because mm-hmm. at the end of the day these niggas might talk shit to me not one person threatened to do anything to me right did not they one th- did they threaten rape not no of course not right i was never threatened with physical violence i was never threatened with rape never I, threatened with doxing right i wasn't even yeah none of that shit happened to me it was a whole lot of like i'm a uh you need to shut the fuck up and shit like that but it was not nothing physical no one thought that matter of fact the one person called me a simp they went on my instagram and commented on a picture of me with layla talking about you look like a simp and all this shit um that's the only comment that actually did make me kind of mad um and it makes sense that they would find a picture of me with uh a a black woman to try to start that shit you know what i mean like it's no coincidence that you know what i mean all them pics you got right it's no coincidence that's the one you you decided to leave that 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 horrible comment on um that was the one person that i was like where i was physically like if i knew who they were i would find them you know what i'm saying like that's one of that was the only person that uh got to me like that everybody else it was kind of like more sad um let me see other responses i got um um what are your solutions that's a good one you know it's like what white people say to us when we go well you know this is this shit that happened is racist well then what do you want to do about it? i mean if, if you just point out a problem you're not bringing up a solution so now it's not just i can't bring it up but i have to fix it 
as if bringing up a problem isn't part of the discussion like that you know i understand the idea of people that um all they do is point out problems and then they think that they think the work is done and they think that that's the end of the issue that's cool you know what i'm saying like i understand that can be tiring you know to constantly be told well this is a problem and you're like well what the fuck uh, you know some problems you can't do anything about you know like oh why uh i don't know uh i hate that it's 80 degrees today yeah I, yeah the weather is a problem are you gonna move are you like no okay so i just gotta hear about the weather all day cool you either opt to hang out with that person or not what what i found interesting though is it wasn't a actual considered what is the solution what can we do it was actually just a defensive deflection method method to be like oh but what about this you know like like well well, you ain't got no solutions then i ain't got to care about this you just want to find a way to not have to care which if you didn't care just don't say shit right um that would have uh i'm a good i'm a good straight black man people which why you had to yeah hashtag not all white people you know what about me well then don't respond if the shoe don't fit why you got to say all i didn't say all but i generalize when i talk all the time and the only people that respond to generalizations are hit dogs hollering because when i you don't ask me to clarify when i say man white people are so crazy you don't say not all white people unless you're one of them hit dogs hollering you never no one ever does that and if you do have a reflexive moment where you're gonna say that where someone didn't literally say all and you're gonna put all in the sentence you're fucked up it's you you know what i'm saying that's how it works if someone says look men are rapists and i go well not all men i didn't say all you know what i'm saying like literally you threw that in so you could be offended you know well generalizations don't help anybody bitch i got 140 characters dog i don't have the time we can't do this um so um that was that was another big one the not all um the whole bunch of hotel people you you bringing us apart the community uh this is anti-blackness is anti-black men saying that we can treat women children lgbtq people better with respect and you're sitting up here correcting me saying i'm anti-black in the same if you look in the same responses to this tweet i'm being called every fucked up name in the book and you ain't saying a word because that's how it's supposed to go you're cool with that that's how it's supposed to flow people that speak up are supposed to deal with that motherfuckers ain't taking no time to say nothing to these people like it's just and i was retweeting them on purpose so people could see like you know because some people were like well this will be interesting a black woman tweeted this and for the record um i know people care about attribution but specifically i did not want to tag her to this if she had already gone through this before right that's fucked up um and i saw what i was getting two i never claimed to come up with this concept i really thought it'd be like a white person saying i'm the first person came up with black lives matter that doesn't even fucking make sense obviously you didn't think of that first um so at no point did i feel like oh look what i invented um at no point was i thinking about getting credit i didn't think this would blow up you know and also if i would love to give the credit and let the trolls go somewhere else i voted for ryan lochte let's just give it to him and the trolls the ashens the ashes they can roll with his ass too but of course um not everybody was on board with that okay Mm-mm. but um 
so that was that was a huge part of it because i think attribution does matter um and i just didn't want to have her go through that shit again and at this point the shit i said was and it's probably because she put her page private but the tweet i had was going bigger and bigger and bigger like to like i said four thousand two thousand people still responding to it today mm-hmm. um let's see what other responses i got um video oh, yeah i forgot about the video yeah the video i don't know if you guys have seen the video i posted on my facebook page but uh there was a dude that was so confused and offended by my tweet <laughs> that he had he had to make his own video of it which um it was ridiculous y'all i'm gonna see if i can find it and play it but it it, it was so just stupid you know <laughs> like well i'm just sitting here watching this like because here's another thing the number one response i kept getting was huh what you know where people were trying to act really like i don't understand it this is so you know like you what you're saying is just so out there Mm-mm. you know oh there was also the you can't make that comparison thing Mm-mm. which people love it's like when white people say don't bring up slavery or when black people who are anti-gay when you say well the the civil rights movement of lgbtq people mirrors a lot of the things that were done to black people and they go you can't even compare those two motherfucker it's a comparison okay it's not i didn't say equal right i didn't even say the same nope. but i goddamn well can compare some things in the scope of privilege the comparison stands i'm not saying black men fucking are colonial or whatever the fuck like this is not about that and you know it you just don't want to talk about it it's obvious that we still have male privilege within our things oh there was a whole lot of we're the real victims if i got male privilege why cops shooting me i don't know you heard of daniel hostball was he shooting niggas or was he raping black women why was he targeting those women also only our shit count right we we the real there was a whole lot feminists are the real they the ones that are behind this and the black man is a victim of the black woman there was a lot of that just like when people do the white women or white people are the victims of black people whenever you talk about crime or something or cops shooting people well you didn't say nothing about them four black people that got arrested for hitting a white man you say it got arrested right sound like you got justice still waiting on zimmerman to go jail you know it's that kind of shit um you know let me see if i can find this oh yeah here it is um i don't even know this dude's name he only got 1500 views off of this it don't matter um but yeah i'll play the video for you guys oh wait i need to let me put it on um put it on the screen so y'all can see this shit um all right, so this is the dude's video. He's like he filmed on the step porch of his house. What's going on, YouTube? Uncle Hotel back at it again. Uncle Hotel. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Click, turn off. I know, but he went on for four minutes, so I was, you gotta, I listened to it, now y'all gotta listen to it. <laughs> Yo, I just read a tweet that said, uh, straight, black men are the white people of black people <laughs> I don't really know what that means if you don't know what it means how is the video four minutes because I feel like if you don't know what it means we could stop there 
it's like when people get mad at the terms by the way and that was the only thing about my tweet that really was messed up and somebody did correct me that was like you should have said cis het uh straight black men cis uh cisgender heterosexual black men because there's a whole bunch of classifications uh honestly at the time i just wasn't sure what the phraseology was and i didn't want to use it wrong um so i just like straight black men but yeah that's i'm not disagreeing with anybody is you know i I didn't want to stumble over those terms because i think the only thing worse than being ignorant to a term is using that shit and fucking it up uh i know what straight means (laughs) like i you know and i and like i said if there's a better definition then so be it you know this Mm -hmm. isn't it's not a fight for me Mm -hmm. um but uh all right so back to uncle hotel one i don't know what you consider the white people uh, two, what's wrong with straight black men? I mean, how? Now, if you don't know what I consider the white people, then why did you assume it's something wrong? What if I thought white people are the best people on the earth and straight black men are the white people of black people? So that means, hey, y'all the best of the blacks. What if that's what I thought? You didn't even ask. You just went in. Okay, got it. One, you're obviously being racist, I guess. You're insinuating white people are all a certain way and you're insinuating all straight black men are all a certain way all never said all I, I just don't get it uh, mm-hmm. I don't get why black men particularly straight black men I guess apparently I guess I guess the transgender men black men and the gay black men are okay in everybody else's book but I don't know get why straight black men get this uh, hate uh, your father would tell me he don't sound like white people tell me he don't sound like white people i don't get why we get all this uh hatred for when you know <laughs> when, just when look someone shoots you in your neighborhood what about black on black crime i don't know i mean i guess you're doing nothing wrong in your neighborhood what about them kids in chicago what about the kids in chicago i guess you guys are perfect and now i gotta be perfect okay all right one. Uh, I, I just don't get it what what is the hate well, this is wrong <laughs> at no point do i say i hate straight black men that would say that would be saying i hate myself i wouldn't even be saying this if i didn't love us you know what i mean like i just think we can love everybody like i it's not that difficult it doesn't mean everybody's gonna get along it doesn't mean everybody's gonna like you it doesn't mean it won't be awkward it i mean it's like when white people talk about race sometimes they're gonna say some shit where you like fuck this motherfucker they wrong and maybe they can learn from that maybe they can become a better person from that or whatever but if you don't even open up the idea that you might not be fucking perfect and that in mass some of the effect we have on people might be negative in mass right you like if you can't even like i don't understand how you can ask for your freedom on one hand and then on the other hand tell people i ain't got this ain't my problem when it comes to their shit and it's obviously people that look like you and act like you playing a role in that shit you know when you look at the fact that black women are killed three times more uh than white women when it comes to domestic violence Mm -hmm. intimate partner violence when you look at that shit and you know who doing the killing you don't feel nothing like nothing about you feel like we could do better right because overall in a large percentage black women marry inside their race literally larger than any other group right like the problem isn't like because what happened was people started being like well well that's just male privilege that's cool 
but that's my point like you're also illustrating my point i didn't say that they were being white people or that they are white people or that they're even equal to white people just that we wield our privilege and we and some of the responses we have are the way that white people treat us as black people and i wanted and i picked those words very carefully and i chose that example very carefully because only black men that and black people that fall in these categories would recognize the hypocrisy of the way that we talk about white people and then expect to be able to wield that privilege on other people that's the point of the analogy it ain't even deep it's not deep you know what i'm saying like if i said drake is uh if i said that um drake is the jay-z of canada i'm not saying drake is jay-z right the of canada part matters you know what i'm saying like people it's it's amazing what people will ignore it's almost like when people say well i believe all lives matter why because they added a word in their head to black lives matter which is only black lives matter they added only to that something that nobody's ever said right it's that but just your insecurity and defensiveness that adds that word and that's what happened all black men which i hate are the same as white people the end (laughs) like that's what people decided it must have meant even though they couldn't possibly understand it quote unquote but they had to come up with their own understanding which was the worst possible one this is wrong with the akata the shine the nick nog he was just talking about me being anti-black and just calling me a akata a shine and a nick nog which is okay. and nick nog is by the word by the way these are all racial slurs okay nick nog is by far the worst one because that's not even a black term like nignot comes from white supremacists that talk about black people on forums like aryan people that talk about us and call us they don't like the, if you can't say nigger they'll say nignog so okay what's the other two mean um a shine yes. you never heard that no it's just a term white people came up with for black people oh and akata is like a hotel way of calling somebody a coon okay and this is what's wrong with them they they bitten off the white liberal mindset and their viewpoints and ran with it and if you know anything about black people they will overdo something in a minute like you go to a black church a pastor he'll put us all in the pastor they'll they'll hallelujah and and praise be the lord all day long same thing if you go to watch people play black people play football they let the negro celebrate they they spiky they just come up with new celebrations like ocho cinco he just went off the hook like Terrell Owens off the hook at this point he's rambling right I mean I'm that's not just me that's has he's lost the plot I've lost the plot we've all lost the plot the plot is not in this book it's nowhere to be found I just wanted to be sure okay. yeah yeah this is what you this is my touchdown celebration of white liberalism that I've embraced okay guys that's what's going on here you any any way any walk of life black folks will go overboard or something they just overdo shit now that's a that can be a blessing or that can be a curse now how come my generalization was so wrong and bad but his generalization is just understood which is a which a lot of people did by the way i don't like you generalizing this is fucked up see black people always up oh, that's generalized you didn't say some you didn't say you didn't say you didn't say half you didn't say a percentage you didn't say a number you just said black people so you can do it i I can't because because it because it hit you at home because it's something you do you know it's the idea is very simple when it's nate parker we line up with him because he a black man when it's 
when it's bill cosby we line up with him because he's a black man when it when it's uh mike tyson when it's r kelly it's a black man and and the most sad people i saw man the ones that actually like kind of broke my heart was sisters there were sisters defending the right for black men to not treat them or lgbt people or our children as at with respect there were there were women and that's how much sadly i've said it on the show but that's how black women love us so much sometimes to a point where it's irrational and illogical yeah where it's 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 unrequited uh it's it it, yeah it's it's not reciprocated at all like Mm -hmm. it's like very very often like some of these men and i don't know if it was just choose me twitter because some of it was choose me people like i was looking at people's timeline before you know i'll block them or when they would respond and some of these people their tweets would be like you see a woman needs to do this that and the other like you know and then the next tweet was telling me huh what like trying to get the attention of some of these men Mm -hmm. some of it was that but some of it was just people being like i this seems like something that has uh, hurt a lot of straight black men and i want to voice my disagreement with this because i don't want them to be hurt you Mm -hmm. know which is their prerogative you know and uh but it's still sad to me it's still sad because they're hurt over me saying yo man we not the be all end all definition of what blackness is that's Mm -hmm. not you know like um i saw people for the record saying uh the reason black lives matter was gonna fail is because lgbt people and women were at the forefront of it and that's why black protests was gonna fail and the black liberation movement was gonna fail and all this shit um i saw people saying um that uh what was oh that um black women um were the like not they were also taking credit for what black men were actually organizing and that they would make hashtags but on the ground the black men do all the work and then the women do all the social media bitch get the fuck up out of here with that bullshit several people said that several people so like leslie mack feminista jones uh all these people you know people that we know that are organizers right basically they're essentially saying no black men did this and these women come in and take the credit like that like that is it's sad it's it's sick when have you ever seen that now you've seen black men take the credit for the work that women do Mm -hmm. uh because everybody won't put martin luther king and all these motherfuckers on a goddamn pedestal but i tell you one motherfucking thing when they was doing these marching shit guess who wasn't at the forefront women guess who wasn't allowed to speak women Mm -hmm. so i i don't want to hear that our things we do in the civil right is more than motherfuckers sitting on a bus talking about my goddamn feet hurt we did a whole lot more than that shit but when push comes to shove we don't get credit for it but when we do shit all of a sudden they got to be a man behind us motherfucking pushing us like we didn't have the intelligence enough or the sense enough to come up with this shit on our own and we doing it out of love because i'm gonna tell you right now wouldn't love for your black ass half the shit that people are protesting for would not get started and would not get done if it was laid at the feet of black men in general to do it most most of these marches and protests and most of this shit going on would not get motherfucking done because dudes would be like dog you doing it nah dog you doing it i ain't got time guess what nigga the game on so shit wouldn't get done if we do this because we love you it, that's it if we didn't love you why would we go through this harassment why would we deal with people 
harassing us giving us death threats talking about raping us and this is just the black people black men this is not considered a raping i mean the the white people that you have to deal with this is not considered the government that you have to deal with this is not considered the people that actually put their lives on the line with police officers getting shot at going back and forth to jail we do it out of love because the thing about love black women black women's love for black men is unconditional and that's something black men don't understand it's unconditional which means despite of how you treat me despite of what you say to me despite on how you walk out on me despite on how you turn your back on me despite on how you leave me pregnant despite on how you leave me homeless despite on how you leave me with these kids i'm gonna love you anyway it does not make sense but we do it because we love you just like you know you're under attack we know you're under attack and the thing is we are willing to take a bullet that you won't take for us what's wild too is whenever a black woman does be it is like well um i'm out like this is enough like i've run out of the like it's actually not uh infinite amount of love that i have to keep sacrificing and doing this shit and it's thankless then it's see these black women don't care about us y'all don't it's it's like we're we're infantilized you know what i mean like we're babies um oh another a, a woman said this one well who's raising these black men these black women are raising them because most of them ain't got their fathers around what is the head trip on that like what is the logical leap you have to come to it takes two people to make a baby if one person shirks their responsibilities the other person is now to blame the person who's there every day who works who feeds you that's the person that gets the blame yeah the other person is just let the fuck off the hook there's no it literally i'm like that literally is the statement i'm making is we can use our privilege to opt out and people will still covet us and they'll still protect us and they'll still take our side because we're men they'll still be like you know what you didn't raise your kid and that's fine it's really these women's fault right raising these hood rats and you're like how are you blind to this right and 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 and, and it doesn't make sense it's it's one of those things and, and and it and it irritates the fuck out of me because for some reason people is particularly in the black community people act like single black mothers want to be single black mothers right. they act like when me as a single black woman woman no matter how many children i have i desire what is what is so great about being a single parent that people don't understand it's hard it's really really hard it's hard when you got two parents so when you have one parent and then the other person walks away from their responsibility and then what really trips me out what really pisses me off about when it comes to single black women is that people act like you're wrong for demanding child support people act like you're wrong for taking them to court people act like you're wrong for garnishing rages motherfucker this child ain't free it's not free i'm not gonna pretend out of the sake of unity i'm not gonna pretend because that's another thing you you're dividing us this is talking about our division we should be bringing people together i'm like well here's what you don't get it's already divided because it's divided that way if you treat somebody like shit it's already like you might think it's togetherness that's not actually unity when you're telling somebody else to shut the fuck up and get in line that's not actually unity that's not what unity would look like because that's to me and i know that you know this is not everybody's issue with it but it's mine it's why i don't watch the olympics 
because it feels like everyone got to shut the fuck up and get in line and put on for company knowing that shit ain't right here like we know that the shit ain't right we know that you don't care about us the second we step off the mat you don't give a fuck anymore and to me i can't watch it, it, it like it it does something to me i get upset watching it and that's like a lot in a lot of ways what when we see that like i can explain that to most black people and they'll go i see why that would yeah i can understand but if i say well it's got to irritate women to be organizing these marches and shit and then they go on twitter and there's some dude telling them that you know they're the reason that uh that that people don't raise their kids and they shouldn't ask for child support and that they're taking the credit for the black uh the the black liberation movement and black protest movement even though they don't deserve it and feminism is an invention of the white woman and equality is basically some shit you need to give up on and at the same time that these hotel niggas talk about how we the kings of the house and all this whenever you bring something up they become the most powerless motherfuckers they become like they become punks the second that you go well well why can't you wield your power in a way that's more fair to everybody then all of a sudden it's well i ain't got no power i mean shit i mean we we go to jail more often we get uh the, the, the don't forget that you know we we get killed by the cops and and then it's like well hold up now you can't go from i'm the king i should run shit i should tell these women what to do to now i'm I, hey i'm just i'm just out here like you dog i'm just getting it like i get like nah man you can't have it both ways but that's something white people do all the time the similarities are too fucking close for me to pretend that i didn't what i said it struck a nerve because it was close it struck a nerve because people don't want to think about that Mm -hmm. shit it struck a nerve because especially struck a nerve with people that really do hate white people it struck a nerve with them the most you know my favorite people though favorite people that got offended white people that resented being compared to black people that oh Mwah, delicious i could not <laughs> there's no fucking way i could have thought of that like no I, it blew I my that mind there, and there were multiple white people like don't i'm offended to this this is racist i'm like racist for who though you you racist for you the white person and then like you shouldn't be comparing us to and i'm like yes that's what the that's that that is the ultimate height of whiteness right there like that the the what about me of all this shit you know and by the way there were tons of people that to say i see what you're saying he's right i agree a ton of people you know um i'm only talking about the people that really had issue with it um there were people that like oh you could have framed it a little better cool i don't really want to get into the details i framed it the way i framed it on purpose and i mm-hmm. and and it doesn't i don't think it can be better other than i left out cis nor uh unless I, i'm already gonna fuck it up cis gender heteronormative i left that out i should have put that in that's the only thing that really would have made it more exact to what i meant but other than that not a motherfucking thing i said do i take back or disagree with or think it should be better that's exactly what i meant because watching niggas opt out of caring about this shit and a whole lot of people tied it back to nate parker see this is why this is what's wrong with y'all y'all trying to boycott nate parker and y'all say stupid stupid shit like this like it was that you know don't even compare that kind of shit it was very much like that all right back to uncle hotel and you see they've taken the white liberal mindset and their propaganda and just ate it up and they're just going too far with the shit 
there's not a, another race on this planet that will demean their their men like black people will. I want y'all to name one. Tell me one. There's not any. None. So once again, black man, straight black man, we the real victims. We the real victims, Karen. No other race talks about straight men this way. Okay? It's only us. In India where there's mass raping going on on buses and stuff and they're passing laws they don't talk about men like this okay this doesn't happen there you know when we, uh, <laughs> with uh white people obviously everybody loves white men nobody ever says anything bad about white men only black people have this issue guys name another just any other race it's impossible asian people there's no such thing as asian people that say the uh japanese people you know uh chinese people they never say anything guys and that's that's the difference okay we the only ones that do that let alone the fact that i'm a straight black man i'm the traitor really i should have i shouldn't have said this like you compare asians and east indians and whites even you go whites they won't even do it like this but somehow a straight black man is the worst person in the goddamn world i didn't say that mm-hmm. literally an analogy means that i didn't say that like I, a lot of this was also um and this is sad but the education system in america <sighs> man i learned people down i learned the difference between a metaphor similes uh homonyms analogies See, i learned this shit in fourth grade you'll be, be shocked i have never forgotten these lessons like as you know is what i know what an equation is because i took math i know when someone's saying two things are the exact same i know what a comparison is i took english you'll be shocked i like you it, it is amazing how many people literally now i don't know if it's just the privilege talking so they were like i don't want to i want to pretend like i don't know when i do right and how many people were literally confused at a sentence that wasn't that complex right be, yeah be, because either way the education system that's sad like that that response right there was the one that was just like ee like you might want to look up that did you fail the part of the sat that was like a bird is to a tree as a bicycle is to a, a garage b you know what i mean b, a wheel right <laughs> c the ocean like you know what i mean like did you fail that shit were you just like yeah i i failed i i mean what the fuck does that even mean dog you trying to tell me a bird is the same as a bicycle i don't understand those are two different <laughs> things like no you're not that stupid so either you're willfully obtuse or you're actually up to either way it's bad it's just bad anyway back to the uncle hotel like this is y'all using they don't even understand they're using <laughs> well they are using the white liberals uh viewpoints the democrats the original slave owners the starters of the kkk this is their viewpoints It's sad, man. I, I mean, I know. I mean, I'm Hotep. You know what I mean? Hotep or die. You see the shirt, but man, come on, man. <laughs> it's like if you don't Hotep agree with everything 
that their new whatever they're come up with next, then mm-hmm. you are a black, straight black male. You're an enemy. You're uh, you're you're an adversary. You have to agree with everything, Karen. Everything you know, such as women should be treated with respect and as equals, or you know, let's not kill trans people, or how about we stop uh admonishing people for being gay and calling their life uh, a choice and calling uh and saying that because people were telling me that gay people need to die and shit it wasn't this wasn't some like this wasn't some accidental language barrier shit Mm -hmm. this wasn't some i just believe it's a choice some people were trying to be like well don't you mean religious black people no nigga a lot of y'all don't go to church and y'all still some motherfucking homophobic racist misogynistic anti-black motherfuckers that ain't never had to step a foot up in church to get that that lesson right there that spiritual that religion that shit all around us that shit is anti-blackness all around us you don't need to step a foot in the church Mm -mm. to learn that shit a lot of people do go to churches that are like that uh, one of the reasons I don't go to church, uh, like the start of me being like, yeah, I think I don't believe any of this shit was going to church and watching how bad they talked about the people that were there. Like black women show up to your church just so you can tell them they basically, uh, how bad they are. Y'all out here having sex. Y'all single mothers. Y'all, y'all ain't got no man. Y'all this and Jesus going to give you a man if you act right and shit. Like it's like, yo, y'all are fucked up. You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't need a weekly dose of this. And I still know outside of church walls, people still have those lessons, whether Jesus is involved or not. True. So a lot of people that don't, they, they do everything wrong, quote unquote. They're not re- religious or spiritual. They fucking smoke. They drink. They have sex. They gamble. They do all the sins, quote unquote. They don't give a fuck about any of that. The only time they might bring up religion is to admonish somebody that's gay. Get the fuck out of here. You're not religious. You're a bigot, dog. That's it. The bigotry and religion not necessarily the same, dog. There's people that are religious that don't harbor that shit inside of them. There's some people that are religious and the reason that they do the good that they do, that they do in the community, they'll attribute it to their beliefs or whatever. Cool. I don't have a problem with those people. But when you start putting your beliefs on other people and shit and walking around admonishing folks for the way that they were born and shit, yeah, you, you, you fucked up, dog. You are a fucked up person. And that, so, so the people that tried to fashion it into, so you talking about the, I would say Baptist. Nah, shut the fuck up. It's not, I said what I fucking said. I meant what I said. Anyway, sorry. it's sad man it really really is it's sad it's disgusting and sad and, uh, straight black man is the most hated so we must be doing something right so straight black men keep doing what you're doing because these haters gonna keep hating and then you, we all know you ain't nothing if you ain't getting it you don't got no haters you ain't nothing work on getting you some haters and straight black man has the most haters in the world thanks y'all peace so i'm just a hater y'all that's all it is guys now uh maybe you agree with some of the things uncle hotel was saying guys okay that's possible maybe y'all listen to this and y'all like actually i never really fuck with rod so it is what it is you know fuck that dude well uncle hotel does have a channel on youtube and he has other videos um you know uh now they don't have a lot of views i think this one probably has his most yeah it appears that this one has his most views which he's welcome um maybe he'll go back oh no i see one cnn okay he has one uh Dwayne from scott okay he has a couple that have more views okay good um so hopefully he won't be going back to this well 
but um you know he also has videos about how he's gonna vote for trump mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no issues with women no issues with women guys just gonna vote for trump you know he's the uh obviously have the, any about hillary huh oh yeah uh hillary blames the black man for email scandal of course um you know he's into that um but he does cover things such as meat mill catching the l from drake so i mean he's you know equal opportunity fair fair assessment you know fair versatile yeah so this you know you guys can definitely go check out his uh his other work but uh yeah man it's just been an interesting fucking 48 hours man honestly and you know what i don't regret none of it i don't like it wore on me but i kept the thing i kept thinking about was if i would have been a black woman or if i would have been lgbtq and saying that it would have been worse and that's really all like so i didn't even want to like you know this show is kind of a safe haven where i can talk about my feelings and shit but i didn't even really want to talk about it on twitter and shit because i don't want people to be like well yeah you're gonna make it all about you or imagine what it was like for like yo i i get it i'm not saying it was the worst but it does affect you you know like i went out and went to a movie last night uh i saw don't breathe it was so good uh, i saw it in the black theater oh we had such a good time <laughs> everybody if you can go see that movie go see it in the black theater it's so fun it's so fun oh man um <laughs> that old blind man was getting it boy Woo! <laughs> Ooh, that movie good, y'all. Uh, and it's only an hour and 20 min- 20 something minutes. Like, you in and out. Like, 30 minutes of previews, obviously, but you are in and out of there, man. Uh, I, only thing I didn't, I wasn't able to do is I wanted to call somebody on Craigslist and see if they'd let me be, like, a, could I be a platonic arm just to, <laughs> yeah, to hold on to them? Yeah, because uh, Karen sold me out, but it was so mm-hmm. good, y'all. Um, anyway, so, uh, I saw that and, um I did, you know i got to laugh at some things when i came back one dude had the most ridiculous comment to all of them which was first y'all say i talk white and now you say this i don't want to even be black anymore and i never said that sir right i was like that might be the best response like i don't <laughs> i wasn't even mad at him i, I mean i blocked him obviously because i i told everybody that morning like i had to start blocking people because what was happening was people were having whole conversations and the conversations were fucked up i don't know why i mean look if you had a patience to reason with some of these people that's fine i didn't need it in my mentions and there was a whole lot of like so why do you call them queers that need to die and go to hell and black women are all insufferable bitches do you want to like talk this out and i'm like fuck Mm -hmm. that dude that dude is the example of what i'm talking about he's never coming back to pasture Mm -hmm. why the fuck did that even make you so mad you actually are that person you do believe the worst in everybody but yourself like you're 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 a bad person um so that was part of it too um but yeah so it was just uh it was it was just so many different responses man and i i couldn't do this show without talking about it honestly uh even though we have a whole lot of feedback to get to uh, this probably be a long one but um i definitely want to talk about it because you know we had all the textbook responses to what of what white people would say mm-hmm you know like oh uh, we why we can't fight for so so we supposed to fight the po- the police and, and white supremacy but we also supposed to be against homophobia and misogyny in our community man we can't do we just need to do one thing at a time you know it's like oh you sound like white people 
you know what i mean <laughs> pick a pick a fight you know um you know blaming victims well that's because white women and that's because gay people are terrible you know um you know anytime somebody did actually um anytime someone brought up like well what about black lives matter that's a movement it matters and da, 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 da. oh well that's because black men did the real work um you know and a whole lot of it was just like i'm so hurt as a straight black man that it's more i'm the most hated not black women not i mean malcolm x said the black woman was the most you know the black malcolm x y'all niggas god said that and you up here like no the black man is the real one that's the hated it's like we can't do anything without us being first you know what i mean we first and foremost need to get all the credit to anything and that's it so you know it was just <sighs> that struck of the third rail y'all i i had no idea man i'm tired like i like i i was physically tired yesterday because i'm just reading this shit like is this month are these motherfuckers still going they probably still going during this show i'm not sure if i go look people still retweeting it people still mad about it people still acting like they don't understand cool mm-hmm. all right now let's get to y'all's feedback okay we got episode 1266 going to miami uh it was listener feedback um we have five comments man we normally don't have that many comments uh prof Corey, oh she loves three comments by herself okay your handling of the question about pro-black people who are married to white folk was very sensitive i often avoid talking about this issue because my circle is full of interracial couples in fact what's striking about my circle is that the number of black women with white husbands is at least equal to the number of black men with white wives usually it's just the black men who just happen to fall in love with someone much lighter but you're making me want to wade into this topic just enough to say this american i like that she said just enough to say this but it's three more com- it's two more comments oh you know, i got things to say yeah this one got her um this one got her uh i don't even know what got her motive or everything um americans in general love to insist that love is different from everything else just uh but that doesn't make a lot of sense how could it be possible that racism doesn't help determine who a person finds attractive how could it not help determine who you think you can make a lifelong partnership with how could it not shape those things it does but americans clearly have an investment in pretending that personal choices are not tainted by the very force we know is seeping into every crack and crevice of our lives i have some guesses as to why we like to pretend but that would make this too long no matter the reasons claiming that choices about love exist on a level that racism doesn't alter is way too convenient for anyone who's interested in delving deeper into this and doesn't mind reading a theoretically dense book and also grapple with every it also grapples grapples with everyday issues i recommend sharon holland's the erotic life of racism all right that's already too long as always your show goes there in ways that i appreciate um should i read the other two comments before we talk about this or you want to just or you want to talk about between each comment it's up to you Mm, we can go in a time i mean all right um all right well the first one um i don't think you can separate racism as a constant from everything and especially in america so judging from that constant that means you also can't separate it from when we pick somebody of our own race as well like it's a constant you know like everyone is making choices it's like if you said the whole if everything in america was under one foot of water right just one foot like everywhere you went you had to walk through what at least one foot deep of water every decision you make is affected by that water am i gonna leave my house today do i can i swim Uh, out of shoes right (laughs) um so i you know i do think that 
what happens is we romanticize relationships and love the way that we're taught uh, a lot of that has to do with religion in my opinion mm-hmm. uh we're you know a lot of us are taught monogamy we're taught um you know want to death do you part mm-hmm. uh procreate uh you know even the ways that um marriage is viewed when we talk about marriage equality marriage equality typically for most people just means well now you can have a marriage that mimics the monogamous till death do you part marriage right Right. it's not like you can go marry three people Mm -mm. you know you can't have an open marriage that that we know about you know what i mean united states is like nope yeah like you can't go form you know like you can't go form like a big love family and shit Mm -hmm. so so like we do have all that like you know religion is a constant in this country at least religious the way that you know anglo-saxon religion and shit like that so like um the point being i don't separate it but the question that person asked because i think they even brought up um w Kamau bell as a specific example i do not get into saying which pro-black people or black people even in in general married to someone of a different race are like i don't question their their allegiance to blackness me either the same way that i said i think throughout history men in general have been abusive to women you know how could any woman marry a man knowing the shit that our society would let that person get away with and the shit that that men have typically done to women whether it's death whether it's abuse whether it's um you know just the fact that you don't have the same access to the justice and like how could you ever trust a person that way but love is fucked up like that love is not a smart thing love is in my opinion one of the dumbest things that you can do is attach yourself to one decision for the rest of your fucking life forever like it's just an emotionally fulfilling thing that we get an intangible thing out of that you know is the ultimate high that a lot of people are chasing but in general we gotta start a new session i ain't starting shit okay listen y'all need to start a new session on this oh okay so we not okay we not even on all right how long we was he off it just switched over okay cool sorry i, I lost track of time it's not it's not your fault i i i did too i wasn't even looking at them i was like i don't care if these niggas can see this you know what i mean this about me you know let me prepare to go live for these niggas be on my twitter all right cool cool and i'll add you to the screen karen i just invited you telling you to register for this too i just done let me move all right cool so yeah love is already like a stupid ass decision um just in general mm-hmm. you know in a society where most people like options you wouldn't fucking buy a car you were gonna have forever mm-hmm. you don't even want to live in a city forever a house forever you know what i mean like there's nothing we want to do forever other than love and like children and shit that's those are the things we've decided off forever you know with our society everything else is just like fuck that it's student loans of course are forever but ah! but um i my point was i can't measure someone's pro-blackness by that because love is an individual choice like just knowing the macro of it doesn't change the fact that for each individual they pick their mate or mates based on what they want and i can't 
like while i could easily be like well obviously in a society that puts white beauty standards at the highest there's gonna be a lot of people gravitating towards that in their minds as the 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 biggest achievement they can make some people don't even look at love as the like as a soulmate type thing but almost like an acquisition you know like um look how bad my bitch is look how much i have this much money i have this kind of car i have this kind of house and i need this kind of wife you know there there's a lot to it you know it's complicated so i don't want to say some broad sweeping shit like well if a black person got a white mate then they can't be pro-black because i'm like i don't know that shit and i don't want to know honestly if we keeping it 100 i don't really want to know about anybody's relationship y'all if we keeping it 100 like beyond some celebrity gossip or some shit i don't give a fuck like just as long as it's consenting and don'ts and nobody being abused y'all can do what the fuck y'all want you know what i mean like that's it is for me you know so i won't just be like with a broad sweeping like oh you pro black but you got a white husband right i I don't get into that judging uh people's uh love for their race because what's funny nobody ever questions a white person's love for their race and they're if they're ever in an interracial marriage yeah to anybody outside of well no no no, people do people do oh people question them about their whiteness no they question their love for their white yeah oh absolutely oh yeah nigger lover where you think that came from like Okay. you betrayed your race like uh, you could have okay, got you okay. a white that, woman that, that makes sense my yeah, bad yeah I, I take that phrasing back but I, I was looking at it from 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 the perspective of what you just said but yes in fact they mm, yeah yeah they i mean that's how fucked up racism is if you even if you are white married to someone else people will because of the way we've been it's been structured Tradition, yeah. they'll, they'll be like oh you married down you must hate yourself and your race right something must be wrong with you because everything the like idealistically when you get into this whole thing about what does your marriage say about your stance on blackness or whatever on race essentially we arrive at this thing where nobody's supposed to be interracially married if you get if you ride it out to its full conclusion and i i I don't believe that me either marry who you want to marry love who you want to love you know and also like i said there's plenty of people that are in black relationships or or white like where that's the same race treat each other like shit come on dog you know what i mean get your happy where you get your happy it ain't it ain't my business really uh she says your point about the possibility of considering women who are married to men as being in bed with the enemy is well taken holland's book is really good though complicates the easy personal nature of the decision in productive ways i wanted to avoid saying this outright but i now realize it doesn't make sense to leave it out so the last thing i'll add is racism and sexism definitely played a role in the fact that a black man is the person i just happened to fall in love with and marry and racism and sexism certainly affect our marriage they help shape what our marriage is and what kind of haven it does and does not offer etc our initial attraction dating and ultimate partnership never took place on a plane untouched by racism and sexism contrary to what many americans can like to claim about interracial relationships the exact same things are true for my black friends that have white husbands and wives um yes i agree only thing i would say is um like i think race shapes it like um and racism and and all our experiences like when you hear a person say i only want a light-skinned woman or i only date uh white men or something like that i mean i think that's a different level right than saying then then this idea of 
someone falls within a spectrum of people i would consider dating or marrying and that and some of that spectrum includes white people you see what i'm saying like it's mm-hmm. to me it's different i don't think there's any such thing as like this pure love or whatever but i'm also very cynical i think you know i don't know that i think certain people have personality types that are very um predisposed to being in a relationship and being good at it i think i have a good personality type for like that type of certain shit for certain type of people you know patience uh caring empathy things of that nature but i wouldn't be compatible with just everybody nope same here nope. and i don't and and i don't know that i would only be compatible with a black woman but at the same time i don't know what white woman or woman of a different race want to hear me talk about all this black shit all the time like that's gonna get tired quick but i ain't never gonna stop talking about it so i you know i don't know what my spectrum is or whatever i'm happy i found karen and we found each other early and we don't i don't have to deal with that kind of shit to be honest but um if you are dating somebody that they can deal with or they agree with or they um empathize with your experience that's really all you can hope for because they're another person right they're just not gonna have the same opinions and experiences you and the same goes and like i said same goes for just men versus women you it happens all the time i don't know what it's like to be a woman you know i can empathize with certain things i might be able to see some things from certain perspectives but end of the day i don't have that experience i never i don't get street harassed i don't get um threatened i don't feel unsafe in certain situations that a woman might feel unsafe in so ultimately you just have to trust that that person cares enough about you for that shit to matter and for some folks that that racism and sexism and all the other shit gonna get in the way and for some folks it won't you know everybody's kind of different yeah like I, i hate to go back to that cliche but it's true like ultimately there's no broad sweeping rule because like i said micro decision i don't know why each individual made their decision for their mate macro i can look at the whole picture and be like okay a lot of people gravitating towards this specific type of person now where does that come from you know sure there's got to be some people that are with asian women because of the stereotypes about asian women and there's some people that just like i fell in love with somebody and she happens to be an asian woman right i i don't know how i'm supposed to parse all that shit i'm not going into each person's house i don't read their mind so personally i stay out of that shit Mm because that that's your business you know and if you are a fucked up person then it'll come to light hopefully it sure will um she says this side note this october we'll celebrate 18 years together august 7th was our 12th wedding anniversary but he hasn't shown any interest in the blackout tips no matter how much i talk about y'all as if we just got off the phone so i agree if (laughs) y'all decide that he ain't shit i didn't call that man ain't shit okay Mm. just for the record like i said i keep that business to that's between y'all okay Mm -hmm um but but anyway i i feel you though i'm like i said i'm not trying to i'm not trying to avoid or act like racism and shit don't play a uh, effect uh in every decision we make but it does i you know and and we've seen it you know you've seen you see and like that's the only time i really when people come out and just say it that's when i'm like okay like if someone goes i don't like black women because this they always angry yeah that's racism affecting that or um uh man when i see just look man when i see a white woman with a big ass and you're like 
only a white woman huh <laughs> like like you know big asses in general not my thing but a white woman would like that yeah racism affects all that shit man there's a cuckold section on every website porn website every we're, website we're all infected with that shit like all of us have some level of that shit whether it, you know there's black women who like i don't find white men attractive at all none of them fuck them like that yeah. like that is like we're all affected by it it's not just you know any one individual or something the problem is until somebody comes out and says some fucked up shit i don't know how you just tell i mean you can assume what you want but i i don't i won't assume the worst of people just off of that right and it's hard to especially as an adult untrained because a lot of your thought process as an adult you literally have to untrain your mind which is very difficult to do after years of 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 stuff being put in there right so kung fu treachery says man i heard rob was with that illuminati shit let me find out but hold it down until karen queen karen gets her check hashtag verified um flow girl says karen you came through with your comments if i had a wig i would have had to snatch it off (laughs) you were going to make us learn today so i appreciate you rob you touched on a part of my question from episode 1263 about pro-black with a non-black spouse that i left out i'm totally aware that there are woke non-black people and real love just happens i get that you refer to to those who do anti-black things that's who i'm talking about well yeah yeah fuck those people i don't fuck with nobody like yeah like i've seen that and that i i mean it's one of them things where i'm like i'm glad you let me know so i can know not to fuck with you right but that is the worst i i mean if y'all listen to the show long enough y'all know i've had conversations it's heartbreaking when i when i'm at the wild i'm talking to black dudes and the, some of the time, ways they talk about black women it's so prevalent it's so fucked up it's so toxic and i will tell the truth about it because it you know i'm not interested in pretending like shit is all good when it's not but right. you know i've had i've you know it's heartbreaking it's like yo you talking about these are our women and by our women i mean they come from our bloodlines this is like you came from these how can you talk like this about somebody like like that raised you somebody that you know um loves you you. like how can you talk like that you know it was you know um not saying any names there's a dude you know he got two black parents his dad and shit comes in there shoes ball with him and shit and you know the whole last summer he just kept talking about white girls like i was at the mall seeing these two white girls man so i'm just i'm like what the fuck is like where's this where's the significance of this coming through and what makes you think telling me this is a good idea and every time i would push back on it like hey man so what's the significance of them being white why does it matter because they white man just i'm like yeah but why would that why would that matter though like right. i mean i had a black girlfriend but you know i never slept with a white woman i'm like what, what do you think the pussy is different you think it's <laughs> got couch cushions inside what the fuck <laughs> and glitters yeah I'm like what what it what? all functions the same y'all i'm sorry for yours and fantasize right. it all functions the same but we just fucked up like that everybody has that shit you know and vice versa by the way i'm sure there's oh i just want i gotta get some black dick you know like that shit too or like uh well it's still the same size as as as, as a it, white it dick uh, so i mean what is the difference it's some psychological shit we've been fucked with you can't separate it from from this country you just you know and and when people come out and say that kind of shit i I just feel like a lot of them are programmed and i i just have to write that write them off man i I don't want that around me honestly it's fucked up man you think a lot of fucked up things about 
our people um that's what i'm talking about like black women that refuse to date black men because all black men ain't shit or black men that refuse to date black women because all black women are too in any insulting word here but say they are pro-black yeah those people are fucked up man call those hotels i truly don't understand that i can't take them seriously when they say black lives matter but i guess that goes back to what y'all was saying about people act like black lives matter as long as they're straight or man but don't say that on twitter okay guys take my advice (laughs) (laughs) you'll be about a week straight of trying to clean your mitches out (laughs) don't say it oh my god oh man and literally 24 7 if i didn't love us boy i don't i don't know what i would do man <sighs> people were saying so much fucked up shit and i'm like man i we I, we can just do better i'm not backing down man i don't, I don't blame you i can do better we yeah. can all do better man mm-hmm. i'm not perfect or no shit like that you know i've had my run-ins i had my moments it, it ain't you know uh, that's you know it's i understand that that we come from a flawed place trying to balance this shit out but god man it was a lot yo all right uh but i guess that goes back to what y'all saying some people are like okay yeah i guess all those folks go in the same fake pro and real anti-black group so y'all actually answered my question several episodes back shame on me hashtag waste of time 2016 i'll do better on my listening comprehension i have not stopped now nah, it led to some good discussion mm-hmm i've not stopped listening since my first time and will continue to tune in to get these gems i value the other perspectives and opinions y'all give the comedy keeps from walking off this job i was i was finally finally able to get some change together to give y'all it's not much but hopefully it, i uh i'll be able to give more in the future oh thank you and every, i love y'all love you too sweet every penny counts p.s i think that flex sound comes from a song by young ma called ooh um yeah i, I found it and uh, I, I have added it to the repertoire. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. we got it, y'all. Uh, so uh, thank you. Uh, all right, and the poll was simple: who you got, Batman or Superman? And Batman won sixty percent. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was an easy one. Easy. I thought y'all were gonna leave comments and shit. Everybody was like, "Nah, mm-hmm. we good." We're keeping it simple. Van fucking tastic is what we had. <laughs> <laughs> drew and leslie on from the interracial uh john yeah kicking in with them that was a fun show you know discuss a lot of, speaking of black women organizing mlk mm-hmm. sitting the one that black men organized and leslie took came in and took the credit for remember that yeah she bounced in like a bouncer was like y'all niggas get out of here i'm taking over clap clap right i feel so bad for those pure, poor poor straight black men and i she hope she pushed out the way bullying folks hope they get to go somewhere and be homophobic soon so they can release (laughs) the real victims the real victims y'all y'all know how it is uh far says i used to live in san pedro where the lady fell off the cliff i used to walk my dogs there on the daily i can tell y'all how many i can't tell y'all how many times i've seen people scaling those cliffs to go fishing or hiking past the numerous signs telling you the ground is unstable beyond the concrete wall while drinking even at night (laughs) while drinking Mm mm-hmm so periodically someone falls off you see the helicopters come out you know what's up it's one of the most beautiful views in the pacific you know so- what's up mm-hmm. and so cal but i was able to get plenty of pictures without risking my black ass life i don't blame you it could be pretty from afar yeah you don't know what's up you know what's down them <laughs> going down oh and one note on the ryan lockie ish this dude is 32 years old why is the media calling him a kid 
uh flow girl says word i was wondering the same thing and amani says he's older than lebron and his boys he got pulled off a plane who got pulled off the plane with 20 and 21 they were probably listening to him as the adult in the situation right then again Lockie is from florida in 2007 so he was hanging out on campus with percy harvin aaron hernandez and riley cooper so we shouldn't be too surprised oh flow girl says i enjoyed drew and leslie good to know they participate they periodically come on the show so i'll be looking forward to their next visit oh yes. thank you nice. we love having them on yeah we've been on that show as well mm-hmm. eve says al roker was all of us he kept staring at the t because he knew if he stopped billy was gonna catch those hands oh. well i always said if i could be half as strong as al roker straw i'll be twice as strong as i need to be <laughs> ain't that the truth that's a strong ass straw uh in the green part is the green party for real yes or no 92 percent of y'all said no and eight eight percent of y'all said yeah so mm. happy voting for them niggas mm-hmm. you anti-beyonce motherfucker <laughs> we had episode 1268 sexism is over uh where uh we have my man chef gregorio on mm-hmm, that was fun and i just realized i copied and pasted this wrong no well uh <laughs> i'll fix that i'll fix that soon <laughs> jesus hey when i'm looking at the i'm like no one told me anyway um <laughs> i know what told me yeah so uh chef gregorio was on as the guest and we talked about a bunch of stuff uh let's see cassie six seven and paula says the tipping thing is such a weird custom slash social norm my old boss from australia said that no one tips because people are bad at are paid a fair wage i don't know if you guys have wegmans down in north carolina but up north the wegmans here have pubs and you're not allowed to tip because the servers make a minimum of ten dollars an hour i'd pay a little extra for a meal knowing the service getting a fair wage and like all other customer service industry if employee if the employee is terrible or gives bad service you put on your white woman wig and ask speak to the manager right yeah you, you type that letter Ooh, you finna try better than me Oh, bitch, it ain't me. Caps, caps, caps. Who you finna try? I bet it ain't me. Oh, bitch, it ain't me. Caps, caps, caps. Who you finna? Mm-hmm. Strrr. And you know what? And you be sure that you send it uh, uh, straight to the uh, corporate. Mm-hmm. Karen will. Still ain't get that thing from Chili's, though. Oh, they're going to hear from me. Mm-hmm. They, prom- they promised me a, a gift card. We're going to get that gift card. Demetria says... I couldn't agree with you all more about how people treat their way staff and I'm talking about customers and management staff. My mother and grandmother used to give waiters the waiters attitudes when we would have to wait forever to be seated when really the hostess is responsible for that issue. And even still, mm-hmm. there's only so much they can do. Listen, I only waited table for three days. That's how bad it was for me. They trained me during the lunch rush. I gave a di- diabetic man sweet tea by mistake and the waitress that trained me messed up someone's ticket and put it on the new girl. Then she didn't even split her tip with me. So then when I clocked out, I clocked all the way out. Those three days, push me to give more than what i think is good enough of a tip and encourage my family to do the same two dollars and 35 an hour doesn't help those keep the lights on yeah that's so real demetria yeah honey Oof, woo. Mm. couldn't yeah, agree we, more mm, honey honey i have mm, it's been something else honey i done did some things serving yeah three days man i, I feel you yeah i remember yeah, one of my it. first days i had this couple come in and the dude they were dude the dude was clearly trying to get free meals like he ordered his steak 
then like you know i had other tables like four or five tables they all got sat at the same time you know i'm basically juggling plates to help everybody and stuff Mm -hmm. and he's like my food cold and i was like i just got it off the the heated window like a second and he's like how long was it sitting up there i was like it it couldn't have been sitting there a minute like more than a minute and he's like well it's cold i don't want this steak no more i'm like okay so you ate three-fourths of the steak but now you but now it's cold i mean it's been 10 minutes since you've been eating on it he's like i'll I'll take it back i don't want it i want to talk to a manager and i remember it was at the same time that this was happening uh like because it flustered me i just never dealt with someone so fucking mean and cruel uh at that moment you know and you know he's cussing and shit and there's people around and so i go get the manager tell him what happened of course the manager sells me out immediately mm-hmm. um and then i remember they were like okay well can you get um get drinks for this this it was like a big table like 10 12 people or, you know like whatever so i go to get drinks i get the trays and stuff and i'm walking and i fall and slip and all the glasses break cut my arms up i needed a new shirt after that um band-aids everything and so um you know i go in the back i get a new shirt i get bandaged up um you know it's funny i was so young i didn't think about suing them or anything or how dangerous that any any of that shit so i get all bandaged up i get a new shirt i come out i finish my shift and it was crazy every table that was around for that tip the shit out of me like because they, they seen that hard you yeah they yeah had to deal with <laughs> like everybody because everyone knew that that dude was being a jerk and it was so so all that to say like um yeah people are fucked up but it wouldn't be that bad if motherfuckers would calm down on so much of this entitlement and mm-hmm. shit you yeah know? That, that's 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 all uh that it is and like i said i i slept for a very very long time and uh, once you become a veteran at it, there's certain things that you just will not deal with that you dealt with when you was younger. I had somebody come up and question about uh, the menu. I don't know if a lot of people fail to realize this. A lot of times we go to restaurants, particularly uh, like buffets, uh, when they have uh, a lunch time and a dinner time, the computer automatically changes on certain things. Like it changes on its own and there's nothing you can do about that. So if people rush in at the last minute to get the lunch, but it changed the dinner by the time you come in, they got to get the dinner price. Mm-hmm. And so somebody was like, well, I didn't know it was this price. Da, 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 da. They was talking to me. I walked away from that man while he was yakking and while he was talking and with the loudest voice I can, I said, Hey manager, you need to come talk to an angry customer. And took my ass on back in the back and sat mm. down. I wasn't dealing with that for two dollars thirteen cents an hour. Fuck you. You talk to the manager. I really wish. Um, I really wish I could just go back and know what I know now right. about respecting myself. My experience would have been, been a whole different. I wouldn't have made it. Me, I wouldn't have yeah, lasted because I would have cut somebody out first day. Mm-hmm. I lasted. I'm like, what years. you not gonna do? And that would be the last thing. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, you do know I'm educated, right? right. Who do you think you talking to? 
right. i wasn't the last to see see nigga i am in college that would be where it went wrong <laughs> right, right, anyway right. lucked out says some places already include gratuity fee in their total and then leave the tip space blank so it's not like it's a mind-blowing concept included in the meal instead of it being an option karen i hear you and i'm not alone when it comes to sexism in my experience there are hidden costs in everyday decisions for women right besides the pink tax women have to make decisions to choose safety over savings several years back before uber was a uh was that big of a thing i was living in california and had to get my car fixed i was working on a retail job and the only way i had a full shift was to work till closing i planned on commuting to save money and, and avoid a loan the experiences I had as a woman alone at night made me hyper vigilant. Asked if I was a prostitute on the bus because I had pretty lips. Waited for somebody to take a cab in the queue so I didn't get in with the guy who made me uncomfortable already. And asking myself if I shouldn't get off uh, my BART stop because I didn't feel safe letting the creep know that much. I keep switching uh, plans to see if I can find a sweet spot. I'm independent and wanted to get things done on my own, but no matter my attitude, several men only saw an available woman because obviously if a man was taking care of me, I wouldn't be out at that hour. So yeah, got alone, lost out on a few more hundreds that I wanted to, uh, than I wanted to. I can't imagine if I couldn't get, get it and had to choose between working less hours or risking my safety. I moved on to better things, but it still suck, uh, still sticks to me that I'm driving at night because I feel robbed. I don't need to be told what did you expect or it was stupid to even try. So I appreciate you, Karen, on, for your passion on this topic. Yeah, that's real. And then some states, they don't have it here in North Carolina, but in some states, I forgot what state, they just dropped the tampon tax. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they actually tax you for tampons like not the regular tax it's the regular tax and the tampon tax you're like motherfucker uh you do know i can't control the bleeding the bleeding happens Mm-hmm. why are you charging me just because i bleed because you're a woman yeah now condoms are free did you go to the condom machine because you can get you a couple free condoms yeah. maybe use those stick those up there mark g mark g says okay so i don't know if i should share this with y'all but mm, that should have been the end but that (laughs) (laughs) but that industrial park in boca raton florida where the uber driver raped those women is very close to home in fact i used to work there in 2015 it's where i discovered and fell in love with the black guy who tips at night i would put on my headphones while working outside at the sundown that place is totally isolated there's one security guard for multitudes of large empty buildings and warehouses i'm not surprised at all that's where he took them what did surprise me though is i haven't heard anything at all about this horrific incident in my area i talked today to some people at work and it's the same reaction it hadn't been making the news sadly many women like those at my job have come to accept the simple public services aren't safe for them to use one girl told me yeah that's why we can't ride our uber can't ride uber alone right right yeah it was there was a day on twitter where someone brought that up and it was really amazing to see how many dudes had never considered that like they were shocked like what well, we'll just call it uber and people was like bitch what why? i would never do that by myself right like, uber by myself you right. know um and i know some people use service and have never had no problem and and truthfully it may i'm not trying to find it may depend on what city you're in like it may be some cities and some places across the country where it's not that bad but in most places it's like i've never been in an uber uh, but I don't ever think I would, would, would go in Uber alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anonymous says, it's fairly embarrassing that Harrisburg is trending because of racism. I've lived and worked there for two years, lived 30 minutes away for most of my life, and I've always been surprised by how diverse it is considering its placement in VA. 
the couple that left that message are ass has certainly and certainly are trump supporters the local news interviewed them and they had a trump sticker on the back of their truck but a situation like this that makes the practice of forcing service to rely on tipping uh is fairly embarrassing uh that harrisonburg is trending because of racism I li- oh wait hold on uh, i think they accidentally copied and pasted this twice uh okay as a black woman uh serving uh sir okay it's situations like this that makes the practice of forcing service to rely on tipping for income ridiculous and untenable as a black woman serving was some of the best times that i had as the absolute worst and most terrifying moments as well i was a host and a server throughout high school and made uh most made some lifelong friends there but i was also harassed by patrons cussed out grabbed and groped had drinks spilled on me and on particularly bad night i was followed to my car by an angry customer as a teenager who was relying on those tips to both buy a car and save a college i had to bite my tongue to get that money from these creeps who had the this power over me most of whom were white men and i always ask myself is this more because i'm a woman or because i'm black how uncomfortable or scared do i need to be is this going to be a situation where i get called nigger or bitch but yeah sexism is over in the post in this post-racial society come on now well we took a poll guys and the men decided so it's over all right sorry ladies <laughs> next time be born with a penis and we'll uh we'll get you up in there all right should we abolish tipping yes just add the cost of the food 84 percent of people and no i like lord and over servants 16 percent of y'all of course there's always some petty people you know that was another thing when you actually work there like as a man waiter experience uh, is different you, you just like like that's the one time being a man really works against you in the uh industry right, because dudes will straight up be like nope i'm pervin on them titties get the fuck out of my face bro it's like oh okay <laughs> excuse me um i want sweet tits to wait on me it's like i'm sorry you have to go through this and i'm sorry that i don't get the money as well right or if you do serve them a lot of times you won't get as big of a, t- a yeah of course not and they'll have an attitude the whole time and shit it's bad right people ain't shit man we cannot leave as much power in people's hands right and and something else they don't talk about truth be told a lot of times race plays a factor too because you know it's it's some people who once you walk up to the table you can go okay y'all don't like black folks all the time adrian says in regards to the poll there are many states that do things like this but that suspend driver's license professional licenses and gun licenses etc and it can be effective it takes a lot for someone to be put in jail for non-payment of child support the hope is that you can inconvenience a parent enough to get them current on payments but to get to the point where child support enforcement employs such a such methods would take willful non-compliance with court orders most judges give numerous chances and work with parents to avoid having to do this i feel you adrian i just don't trust the government that much or the criminal justice system that much right they're going to implement it right i feel you yeah yeah i hope you right yeah because i hope i hope it's done without bias i hope that it works you know i just know that in the same country that had and it's not just this one place but this is a good example the same place that had ferguson missouri which turns their jails into debtors prisons i don't trust i don't trust it to be implemented right i'm sorry i feel a bit i feel a way about it right because that was my first response yeah i mean well anything that gets someone to take care of responsibilities i think everybody's always on board with it but sometimes we have systems in place that do that already and so we're basically trying to make it more punitive and we know certain people in society have such a bad rep that 
if i told you we're gonna punish them harsher there's never gonna be a point where people go yeah then we should stop everybody's gonna go yeah keep doing it you know and and people that don't take care of their kids are one of those groups if we were like we're gonna start castrating people a lot of people be like make sense fuck them you know what i mean until they grew until they fall in the group take your take care of your kids you know i like i said i I, if it works then, then then and they've done studies and shit and it shows it works if then it was, good if it was if implemented not, correctly yeah if yeah I if not do, i worry i right. worry i'm not saying you can't do it I but agree. i worry uh cassie six seven impala says from beginning to end this was a good episode i'm so happy you talked about childish gambino donald glover slash donald glover there are so many people i know that write him off immediately i can't figure it out his music changed my life when i first heard his music i felt like oh my god there's finally a rapper that understands some of my black experience there have been times where i teared up thinking about those times when i felt alone ostracized or hurt by black and white people because i was too black for white people but not black enough for black people and gambino knows how to convey that in my opinion donald glover is winning he was on community made his own independent film clapping for the wrong reasons he had a tour played 10 festivals uh dropped a solid album in 2013 new album pharaohs to be released and now he's got atlanta on fx i'd say the worst thing he's done is that movie the latches effect but i can't even blame him for all that and lastly i think i laughed about Lil poopy and karen's comments for two hours after i finished the episode i was having a crazy day at work and this episode put me in such a good mood got through the day because of you y'all because of y'all oh thank you hey man i'm glad i'm glad to hear that mm-hmm sometimes i worry about the shit we cover on this show and like i hope this ain't a downer like i hope we're making this shit funny and entertaining i hope it's not just people feeling like we turn this shit into a classroom because it's it's not that for me but um mm-hmm. but some shit pop up that you have to address yeah right. look man i i like i said to me the most impressive thing about donald glover is that he's been able to not be one of them fuck niggas that i that that turns against black people like right people completely discredit that struggle but it's but it's a real thing and acknowledging it doesn't make us less of a community it makes us more of a community to be like sometimes we hurt each other but that doesn't mean we don't love each other and black people are gonna probably be his biggest supporters of this atlanta show um Mm -hmm. even if his hip-hop isn't necessarily for them or the type that they enjoy uh it just sucked that so many people assume the worst about that dude without right. even listening right you know people said some fucked up like i'll never because i was a like i said i was a fan from either cul-de-sac or whichever came out first cul-de-sac i think i was a fan from cul-de-sac matter of fact a white dude told me about him because most of his fans were white and may still be white mm-hmm. at that time but i was like yo this dude is dope as fuck he's lyricist uh and and i you know i love this joint and he um like it, it was a connection and it was it was an experience that i hadn't lived necessarily uh fully but i understood parts of it because it right. was i did understand some of it um so anyway uh yeah i hopefully people come around on this atlanta thing i just hope everybody's prepared to to see a show where he might talk about some of the anti-blackness he experienced from black people as well as white people it might not be as it might not just be white people are evil every week and mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see how people handle that max says enjoyed the comments about donna glover never ceases amaze me how much we deal with as adults in terms of our interactions with others that is colored by childhood interactions yo uh let's see this one's kind of anonymous they ain't put a name fives hi rod and karen look i couldn't figure 
it out how to do this on stitcher so i hope you see this here i need to tell y'all how this episode touched me as an african-american in madison wisconsin since 1980 i have i also haven't heard music that equates my experience to your show your honest self-reflective answers helped me with my own internal dilemma so i could be fully about we uh what we was as a people and let that negative crap go uh i was a it was a moving experience for me and as much as i love donald glover as an act on community his music may be even better thank you so much p.s karen's dark kfc story had me laughing so hard that folks called me to came to check on me (laughs) everybody people was on twitter talking about that that story went dark quick (laughs) it's too real it's too real (laughs) too real in the street next season on underground kfc (laughs) uh, uh, recipe too many spices Cavadonna says when my wife and i moved out to the far hinterlands of south southern california from la we joined next door so we could meet our neighbors what i found is that basically it was the i saw jigaboo chat room (laughs) i'm sorry i know that's fucked up no events no parties just a spotted darkie network my wife just stopped using it because she got she got tired of the racism <laughs> so i'm glad that this social network stepped stepped up to do something i seen a coon mm-hmm. uh it's coon time over here mm-hmm. watch your six maya 220 says everything you touched on when it comes to donald glover was a 100 emoji i've been a fan of his since the stand-up days and it's been great watching him grow talent wise but unfortunately it seems like people can't get past the stand-up online i see a lot of cherry picking of his old jokes that made that made it seem like he hated black women and fetishized asian women oh i'm glad i don't see those there was even this list of problematic things he said that would make his rounds on tumblr and twitter where whenever his name was mentioned oh listen tumblr and twitter is like especially tumblr is like the worst for that i remember yeah like there's a whole thing that's just like uh such and such your 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 favorite is problematic and they just try to find things like it's a it's entertainment for people like that and that's cool is that's not very entertaining for me so mm-hmm. i just gravitate away from that medium me too. you know more power to the people that do that but it was like people well this one joke on rick and morty i'm just like yo i all i said was i like rick and morty i didn't ask for a critical fucking analysis right like go you don't have a thesis to be writing like shouldn't you be getting a a, 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 a degree for this because i don't care about this free work you did i'm mm-hmm. sorry to tell you that a lot of effort for nothing i watch me. the tv show either i laugh or i don't laugh Correct. i'm not really doing a critical analysis of it uh on any level beyond whether i think it's funny or not right um and and it doesn't mean you can't but i don't i'm not opting in for that on this one and but but yeah so um i wouldn't be shocked to see people bring up old shit plus i mean when you first start rapping nigga if y'all can hear my first raps like when you first start rapping you you don't even know who you are you you rap about what you want to be you rap about what you think people want to hear and that's actually one of the things i liked about him is watching his development to a more confident individual um because you know cul-de-sac while well, i liked it the ep i i like that you know like i liked every stage of him but sometimes i go back and i'm like yeah he just he was trying to find a way to get that into a bar and it just wasn't as clever as he thought or as good as he thought or he thought or maybe he wouldn't do it now because it's not real basically you know but uh at any rate um 
for a lot of people they that's all they know about him and they get turned off from wanting to support him in the first place the problem is that all those jokes were said over five years ago it's frustrating to see that even though he's apologized to change his behavior things people claim they want problematic celebrities to do people still don't want to won't let him live it down seems like gambino was right when he said because the internet mistakes are forever yep yep that's that's yeah that is a thing like you could you know you could grow you could talk better you could do better and people i mean at the end of the day we now have the internet anything you say is gonna be googleable like it's it's sticking with you if people don't like you it's a trust issue if people trust you they let shit go Mm -hmm. they don't trust you then they just hold on to shit forever and it's just kind of the nature of what where we're at with a society because we have computers in our hands at all times now all times uh and says springsteen this city because the city we were born to run difference by childish gambino oh i know i had i have been a fan of donald glover slash childish gambino for quite some time and i was happy to hear your comments about him he is an immensely talented individual in my eyes he is a comedian he writes for television shows he's an actor he's a rapper that writes his own raps and produces most of his own music i think the main reason that i'm a fan of his is because i can identify with donald glover and his experiences that he raps about too black to be white not black enough for some black people he raps about some things that may go over people's heads if they're not into nerd culture in these ways and others i can easily connect with him and many other things that he raps about and on top of that his music is dope to me in many ways he can be an example of the personification of the idea that the black experience that uh what is to be black is not monolithic i think he obviously knows that challenges the stereotypes black people are subjected to and the idea that black people being a monolith explicitly through his lyrics are implicitly or implicitly implicitly through his actions example not going back by childish gambino you want a dude to keep it real and stay hood i'm sorry baby but i act me i don't act black whatever that be the black experience has a lot of variance depending on where you grow up how you were raised etc therefore black people talk dress act as well as other uh as as other things differently it all looks to be if if it all it took to be black was the way you talk dress and act etc there are many people that would be considered black obviously that is not the case as a result i think he triggers that i will be called the blacker than thou conversation oh i will call it the blacker than thou conversation and challenges some people's ideas of blackness some black people will be critical of him because his blackness does not align with their idea of blackness therefore people like him can experience levels of ostracization from people in our own of our own race as well as people of other races for simply being who they want to be instead of being the the people they are expected to be yeah one thing i always like uh thought was very uh telling in his music is a lot of times when he talks about not fitting black stereotypes he's talking about to white people mm-hmm. like you know y'all want y'all aren't like it's not healthy that y'all are looking for black dudes to be a certain way as well like that's also fucked up and racist like you know if if your whole thing is i only i want a white i want a black dude or you got to have a fitted hat and this that and the other well that's a racial stereotype as well that you're harboring you know um i have many other thoughts i can easily keep this going i greatly appreciate the work you two are putting in thank you for from a relatively new fan fun fact rumor has it that miles morales aka spider-man was inspired or and or based on donald glover hmm, that is interesting mm-hmm. uh, i know they were they thought he would play that part in the movie and there was a campaign for that and that actually was a i think that really was a start of marvel really realizing they needed to diversify their shit up mm-hmm 
amani says see it's stuff like this that kills all my desire to be black y'all make using proper english now this i quit call me agent nah <laughs> that's the one of the tweets i got nah but for real love both of y'all it's so appro- appropriate to have this episode with all the strangers being serious in your mentions freaking out in a cloud of ash but your pod family knows how much you love being black it's it's just it's just dope to have this space where there's always going to be def- where that's always going to be defended shout out to the blackout tuesday next week but karen <clears throat> you're you better shape up making fun of john legend's hair <laughs> <laughs> You better shape up making fun of John Legend's hair. <laughs> you said that's just out of line. You need to cut it for sure. You son of a bitch, man. You had me going there. I was like, oh, this he's not gonna be a problem today. <laughs> of course. Lil Poopy EVE says Lil Poopy needs to sit his little ass down. That being said, he's still a better rapper than Bow Wow ever was. Ouch. And the poll was not allowing people behind on child support to renew their car registration. Bad idea or good idea? 87% said bad idea. 13% said good idea. Monty says, C Rod, for the good of all your fans in Texas, uh, for the good of all your fans in Texas, you need to put them into the child support, onto the child support form for $200. They can keep their car and not take care of their kids. Hey, listen. Ah! that is for premium people only okay these regular folks don't even get that joke right? <laughs> you gotta go in the balls deep archives to get that one guys yeah you do so we like to call a deep cut in the podcasting industry <laughs> mm-hmm it's a callback and some premium shit damn yes uh <laughs> and the last episode was time flies with jess wood where she got attacked by flies in the middle of the show <laughs> yes she did uh prop Corey says okay now that i listened to this episode and felt jess's hu- horror y'all are wrong for this photo yuck because there's a picture of a bunch of flies <laughs> i mean what else could we have called it guys okay it's like the flies were guesting on the show they was it's not like we tried to make it happen and mm-hmm. some people was mad at her and i was like nigga if a bunch of flies came in here during the podcast y'all wouldn't get a show mm-hmm. I-, I don't know what to tell y'all but i'm not about to be in the exorcist too like i'd be moving around this motherfucker too <laughs> uh, mark g says man i can't stand white dudes thinking that movies and video games should only cater to them leslie leslie john is catching in from these trolls double time for being a woman and for being black you only need to visit reddit and 4chan aka the underbelly of the internet to see the things they say about women the sad thing is when they threaten women a lot of them have the tech uh know how to make people's lives hell this is an extension of gamergate punishing women and others for having the audacity to assert themselves in spaces monopolized by white by the white by white men it's bullshit i hear you mark g and the poll was do you think the old man downstairs died and the the, the one that caused the fly ah! Ah! <laughs> she, she let us know karen would you come down on that do you think he died of course karen thinks he's dead well 80 82.35 percent of y'all think he's dead 17 percent of y'all basically about 18 percent of y'all think he is alive he ain't make it all right we had no um no poll question uh i mean no phone calls but we did have some emails uh girl patricia writes in that's the title girl three dots three periods and then ah! four exclamation points karen 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 yes yo jodeci fiending the nanny remix 
gave me everlasting life laughing my butt off y'all keep doing what y'all do love from charleston south carolina hey sweetie well love back to you patricia thank Mm you um jaris writes in uh white or flight nihau pronounced nihau i already knew how to pronounce white i what you know what i'm about to say that must be for me you know what no i don't know how to pronounce it you know what valid because i'll I'll be fucking four up so you don't know i could yeah that's a good point i'm not even it's not even offensive nihau pronounced nihau rod and karen jars checking in from beijing again the home of ray lewis's haircut oh (laughs) you mean you mean china i'm sorry i'm so sorry (laughs) that's not the same beijing baby confusing confusing uh, I had to write in since I couldn't stay up for the full time to tune in live to episode 1267, Van Fucking Drew and Leslie are hilarious together, and Drew's story wearing the flip flops. That reminded me of whenever I hung out with my white friends in high school. Whenever we'd hang out outside of school, they'd always, they always wore sandals. We go to play pickup ball and they be hooping in sandals. White folks crazy. Shout out to Leslie for seeing my white or flight joke in the chat room i was proud of that one i'll keep it short thanks both of you uh thanks to both of you and all y'all guests for continuing to bring us certified podcast crack y'all are my lifeline of black life in america i love y'all thank you and keep them podcasts coming blessing jaris p.s y'all should look into allowing wechat or all pay payments on your site using paypal over here in china is a bit difficult ah we might look into i'll see what i can do i don't know it's been so difficult setting yeah. up yeah paypal, paypal was just the easiest everybody paypal. else be like let me see your niece's credit report i'm like nigga this is a lot of questions right I- <laughs> hey, you buy a refrigerator do you own a car you're like bitch I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to make us both money what's happening here mm-hmm. oh are the phone lines up or somebody asking uh sure 704-557-0186 uh is the phone line number yeah i can't 704-557-0186 if you want to uh call in i'll put it in the chat for you um what i say 0186 all right cool all right back to these emails advertising money making oh wait this is a oh what was a how did i even get to that section podcast and email for feedback show okay email for the feedback show this is from lashonda uh soon to be doctor well doctor now shit mm-hmm. uh hi guys long time no right to i know that made no sense sorry i was so glad to meet you at awesome con thanks for the chats hugs and discussion you guys are just as great as i knew you would be Yay! Uh, same to you rod dear little brother thank you i rejoined twitter back in may thank you apple for accessibility options and your tweet straight black men really are the white people of black people gave me a whole list of folks to block yeah that was also sad to see a lot a lot of people was like uh some of the people responding to this are people i thought was cool but apparently they not so hey. block 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 i don't got time for hotel you became verified and even more came your way and you handle it the you handled it the way the two of you always handle it i'm a lurker and on twitter and normally uh normally so i just watch and see i honestly believe i have blocked more people than i follow <laughs> listen i was on uh it was on point and relevant given how much energy folks are putting into defending nate parker's ain't shit ass while dismissing the very real attack on leslie jones right. Keep, yeah that was another one that made people get mad i was like oh. what a, what a hotel conspiracy theories uh out here defending leslie jones because there's a black man that got hacked and his dick prints was everywhere you you you'll be having mm, a field day i just know i just know when it came to her it wasn't no conspiracy 
Well, but it really was a conspiracy for a man, well, though. Yeah, why they right. need to take her down? Oh, y'all, y'all hate black women too, so y'all didn't say shit. Okay. Uh, keep doing what you do, but always remember to take care of you and Karen first. Keep up the great work, guys, and good luck with the event in Florida. Beware the Gators. Man, hopefully Miami, we won't be no close to Gators. I hope. Uh, I hope not too. In fact, uh, you said that you made me think about it. I got to talk to Chill today, y'all. She doing good. She told me to tell everybody, uh, that, uh, she's still around and she's doing good. Oh yeah, she left me a message. I woke up and heard it this morning. So yeah, she was, she's still, she's still around, y'all. She and, is. uh, hopefully when we go to miami hopefully we get a chance to see her right that's what she was like y'all niggas coming to miami and, and yeah honey so hopefully that'll, that'll get to see her Mm-hmm. um all right let's see and lastly monica says white people news never fails hi rod and karen i had to write into your show uh, to say how much i love the newest segment white people news it's such a funny contrast to the rest of the show it actually is a palate cleanser like you say but the real reason i love it is the music that's right uh-huh. i'm the white person whisperer yeah because pe- people be trying to be like i don't know then they be like shit i love every song he plays Mm-hmm. yeah they be trying to get down and be like nah i don't really mess with this but no you mess with it Oh, them songs go hard because it's dope it is mm-hmm. i know which white i know what gets to y'all souls <laughs> <laughs> every time every time you transition to it i let out a fat nick karen yes because every song pick is a gem such perfect white music i usually crack up and rock out simultaneously it's so much fun to go from ugh white people to yay white people which has basically <laughs> become my life consuming pop culture as a minority in nyc uh thank you for another great week of shows i really enjoyed all the guests but i super duper love drew and leslie as i do whenever they're on later guys monica uh in a less hellishly hot manhattan <laughs> hey thank you for listening man um yeah oh and final note okay if you don't like somebody on the show don't tell me don't i don't need to know Mm-mm. like you and know yeah, pss, pss, pss. y'all want to know the truth we don't care yeah guess what we invited them on our show you invite them on yours yeah somebody hit me up and was just like being negative let me listen if the first especially if the first interaction we have with each other is something negative it's i don't know how to tell y'all but it's bad like nobody want to be remembered for that like you know and especially if you're gonna craft it in a not constructive way where it's mean and it's rude and shit right you can't get mad at at me for being like yeah well that's kind of rude and you know just skip the episode or something if it's so fucking bad right but you know this is not a joint venture y'all you have no creative control over this we do what we decide if you dig it cool if you don't cool but what the same way i feel about five star reviews is how i feel about that kind of shit man it's passive aggressive it's extremely mean um and and it's the episode's been recorded it's out you you didn't say you had a problem with their views or something they said on the show right that's completely like like right make that clear it's completely different because you can disagree with people and things like that that's like we don't mind that but just to come up like i don't like them that's the problem and i will continue to say this shit only happens with women guests come on dog come on you as an individual probably don't witness the pattern and i don't because you wouldn't even think that but as a as a creator i do Uh, hold on we got a call hey you're on with the blackout tips what's going on 
What's going on with you guys? It's your boy Double Light coming off my hotel. Ah, uh, what's up, hey, man? Sweetie. Uh, you know, another day in the life. I was just looking at the time, finishing out the episode. It was like all this talk about my past former life, in which I see we all hate. You know, working on the tips or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, put uh, that little rubbly in my tummy or whatever. It's a lot of runs around the house like a fool. So I was thinking that um, maybe uh, we should uh, go out. Ah. <laughs> go outside. So, 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 so. Random question to former employee: mm-hmm. What's your favorite syrup? Syrup? Yeah, you know they got the regular, they got the strawberry. Oh, the nigga, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the regular, man. It's the maple syrup. Now, what this pissed me off, man, because I went in the IHOP the other day. <laughs> And I ordered, uh, I, I felt like an old person. I ordered an uh, omelet with some pancakes. And I was like, so where my syrup? And it was like, it's already on the table. And I, man, I was so mad, man. I was looking at that dude like, nigga, this ain't warm. We used to have to warm that one up. It's the only reason it's the best is because the other ones be cold as fuck. So you get the hot syrup from the kitchen. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like it melts the butter. It makes the whole thing better. I was so disappointed at IHOP. Y'all have gotten lazy over there is 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 terrible man i didn't you know obviously i didn't say nothing to him about it but that is whoever made that decision was a jerk. it was like get rid of a woman we tired of fixing the machines right they probably save so much money but yes. that's some bullshit man i pay get, put an extra quarter on my omelet so i have some warm syrup ah. damn so that's that's ah. mine what about you karen same okay there you go man ah uh, well that's what it is y'all are worse <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'm gonna go ahead and get that. Like, just give me that old fashioned, just let you know that I'm old. I got grandma beard. That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Wait, you didn't I, say what your favorite was. What's your favorite? Uh, I didn't, it depends on what I'm actually eating. Now, see, I was gonna say today mm. I'm gonna go get that uh, that stuff. Uh, that stuff French toast joint. I was thinking about mm. strawberry, right? Okay. Now, what you just said just clashes all against that. So yeah. Well, you I'm know, I mean, that. listen. As long as you're not going with boysenberry, we can kick yeah. it. <laughs> Everybody know boysenberry is the worst, and somebody gonna write in this week and be like, "No, it's the best." But I love it. I'll make it the poll, guys. Uh, <laughs> I think it's strawberry, blueberry, maple, and boysenberry are your choices. No, your four flavors. Yeah, we, that'll be the poll for the day, man. Uh, Aaron, you you basically decided the poll, man. So we we thank you. Oh, okay. So in that case, whoever writes in for boysenberry, we just trace our IPs and automatically block them. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can just do that at a time. We don't, we don't need them. We don't need that in our lives. <laughs> but, um, appreciate what y'all do. Y'all always point out that love. We always appreciate it. Yes, sir. I asked the can specifically because, you know, anytime you give us any more jams, the next one we, we, we requested is the reason. So come up with some reasons for why we could have the reason, and we will definitely be waiting for that one. No doubt. Thank you. Thank you, man. <laughs> All right, now, y'all take it All easy. right, peace. peace. All right, man, we'll be back tomorrow. Our guest should be the crew from the Say Something Nice podcast. hmm uh i don't know how we're gonna do the audio for that i'm still working that out how okay. people could be on camera and stuff because we'll, i we'll i know the audio says it's gonna be crazy tomorrow i think it's like four people so mm-hmm. whoo uh, we'll see yeah i can be behind the scenes it's not a problem even still though because um remember the um audio from the, they can't turn off my audio in crowdcast so it might be an echo 
so we're gonna have yeah, a hell of a yeah. setup tomorrow yeah, y'all we, yeah we, we'll figure that out hopefully behind the scenes yeah, yeah. tomorrow 10 a.m we'll talk to y'all then until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>